0: Here with Head Coach the Trenton Generals, Mike Coriel, Coach, thanks for joining me for Episode 3 of the Trenton Generals Manager Show. The Gens are hot. They've won four straight games, five of the last six. Coach, let's start with turning your season around last Thursday. Game 2 of a doubleheader against the Kings on the road. A huge 8-7 wild extra innings win. You guys snapped South Jersey's 12-game win streak. You were down 7-2 in those mid-innings, rallied for 3 in the 7th before winning it in the 8th. Uh, despite being 1-8 and eight in your previous nine and getting no hit in game one, you guys really battled to that final out against one of the top teams in the league. Can you just talk about your team's fight and ability to keep plugging away in moments like that?
1: We've actually been battling most of the year. Uh, even though our record doesn't show it, uh, the guys have really never given up in any games. Uh, we, we've had a lot of games where we've come on late and we didn't, haven't always prevailed, but they, they really battle. And I, I really like this group. That game, everything just seemed to click late in the game. Uh, we got so many young guys on this team, and, and they really like being there. They really want to win. It's just a fun group to be around. And it was just really just a matter of time before uh, things turned around for us.
0: And then moving ahead to Sunday, you guys have that big doubleheader at home against New Brunswick. Uh, coming into the day, one game behind that four c which, if you guys do get that four seed, would give you that home playing game. And you left Moody that day with a one game lead on the Matrix. Uh, and you talk about timely hitting. We saw Chris Reader in game one have the go ahead RBI double in the six, and then Maddie Wright in game two with the go ahead two run triple in the six. You guys scored four and route to that four two win in game two. What does it mean for the club's morale when you guys are, you know, the guys are really just picking each other up with clutch hits?
1: Well, Chris Reader has just been a beast all year. He's just been somebody we could count on in each and every at bat. Guys like Matty Wright and guys uh, like Nick Ferry. And, you know, Nick had a a big triple um, in uh, the first game or double. He uh, took a stumble, but uh, then he uh, had a double or triple later uh, in a big inning. And, Drew Wires coming through with a, a two-run home run on um, the other day. And there's just so many – the young guys are all coming through. And it's just so much fun when it's a team effort, not just one or two guys. You know, Scotty Young has been just fantastic since he joined the team. Uh, I understand he's right up there with uh, uh, Captain America, Owen Petrich, for the batting title. Um, but uh, it, it's just – when things start going well, it's so much fun to watch everybody just, you know, it just brings everybody up and they all want to get involved and they all want to help out. And it's it's a it's a nice feeling.
0: And of course, we'll get to Scotty later in this episode. Uh, but going back to Maddie Wright, he's been a big reason, as you mentioned, uh, for your guys four game win streak. He's nine for 14 at the plate with four RBI's in his last five games. What have you seen from him over the past week that you think has allowed him to find this, this success at the plate?
1: He's attacking the ball more. He was getting too far behind good fastballs and fouling them off um, You know, toward the third base side, being a lefty. He's really behind the ball. And the balls he did hit to right field, he was rolling over on them for the most part. So we got him to get his hands a little more forward in the zone and a little quicker to the zone and trying to get him to stay to left center. And then balls that, you know, were in on him or or change-ups or curveballs that were in, all of a sudden he's all over. So he's been hitting the ball. You know, he had a couple of doubles down the left field line. And so he's he's staying on the ball a little bit better, um, which is huge, you know, for him as a hitter, but for any hitter. Once you taste some success, uh, it's, everything just seems to flow from it.
0: And then on Tuesday, the Matrix again came to Moody for another, another doubleheader. You had guys at the same result, a two-game sweep, sweep, which puts you guys in good position for that home-playing game. And how important do you think home-field advantage is, especially playing in the spacious outfield like Moody, where a lot of would-be homers in other parks are just doubles or triples here? There's a big difference between our field and their field.
1: And with the speed we have in the outfield, uh, we're able to chase down a lot of balls. And it, it's very, very helpful to be able to say to the pitchers, hey, throw the ball over the plate. We'll catch it. Um, balls that you know were well struck, don't leave the park. They're, these are wood bats. And it's just like you said, a spacious outfield. We're able to make the plays for them. And, and you know, uh, Scotty Young had a tremendous uh catch in, in left center on a ball that we thought uh oh they're they're taking a the lead here and he just chased it down
0: and then once again in in that double header timely hitting one it for you guys you got a four run six inning obviously on sunday and then a six run six inning on tuesday highlighted by pinch hitter drew wires two run shot uh, how difficult can that be to come off the bench for nearly, the, you know, being on the bench for nearly the entire game and then hear your name called and come off the bench and deliver in the fashion that Drew did?
1: It's, it is difficult to do that. In fact, I adjusted a little bit of, of my managerial style, if you will, because I was splitting games with guys, uh, you know, that they would both, if there was two outfielders or two infielders, I would split both games with them. And a couple of guys said, hey, I, we'd rather play a full game because it's difficult to come off the bench and suddenly just get thrown into, to an at bat. Uh, Drew was late to that game. Uh, He he had told me he was going to be late. And I was thinking through that game, boy, that's not a bad thing to have to be able to have Drew pinch hit in a key situation. And uh, he really came through. Um, He's such a good looking ball player. You know, he's going to be so good and for him to be able to come up in that situation and, and come through was tremendous
0: and then we saw in game two 70 or nine starters delivered a hit and the offense put up nine runs on 10 hits seven or more runs you guys have scored in your past three or four games Uh, we know the pitching has been strong most of the summer but what's this team ceiling if the hitting can really get going like it has the past week or so
1: we're a very good team i've been saying that for a long time now um Hitting is so very contagious. It's cliche, but it's so very true. And when things are clicking, especially, you know, your big innings come when the bottom of the lineup gets on. Seven, eight, nine, somehow get on. I don't care. And, and one of the things I talked to them about was you don't have to go three for three. But if seven, eight, nine, go one for three, and they get those hits in, in the same inning and turn the, turn the lineup over uh, to the top of the order, things go so well.
0: And then moving over to the pitching side, we saw Tony St. John get that start in Tuesday's Game 2. He's been excellent all season long for you guys. Got roughed up a little bit in that fifth inning, but still got the win. Uh, One thing that stands out to me about the right-hander is his ability to limit the free passes. He only has three walks on the season, and two of them came on Tuesday. Uh, What have you liked that you've seen from the righty this summer? Tony is a battler. Tony doesn't recognizes
1: that he doesn't have an overpowering fastball. Um, he recognizes that, that he's not going to blow guys away. So he pitches, he's a complete pitcher. He's got three pitches. he can throw for strikes and he can throw them in any count. Um, as a, as a former shortstop, I love seeing guys like that on the mound because Tony gets the ball and he throws a pitch and he gets it back and he throws another pitch and guys are going to put the ball in play against him. And he is one that is, you know, guys hit the ball against him but they don't hit it hard because he changes speed so well and the the one time he did get in trouble he he did walk a guy and he knew that's just not his style he's got a and I I preach to these guys let your fielders help you out you, you know if you continue to nibble bad things are going to happen but if you if you throw strikes and and challenge these hitters we've got guys that can field the ball, can chase the ball down, even if they hit it a long way.
0: And talk about someone that can hit the ball a long way. Scotty Young, of course, we'd be remiss to end this podcast without talking about Scotty. He's been incredible all summer long, You know, whether it's in the outfield or at the plate. Uh, for example, Tuesday, he had two triples, five RBIs, two stolen bases, an infield single, forces a balk that ends up scoring a run and makes an outstanding catch in left center that you alluded to uh, that saved a run or two. Uh, can you just talk about Scotty's ability to impact all facets of the game? He really is something special. And I knew that from the
1: first time I, I saw him. And um, he's just someone that you see him come up to the plate and, and even the defense says, uh-oh, now what? And the the biggest thing that Scotty brings is is yes it's the speed yes it's the the hitting but Scotty's love for the game is infectious too and it it just pervades the rest of the team uh, with that that excitement and that exuberance and you know with with you have young guys they're they're really looking for a reason to to believe and. Scotty is is not much older than any of these other guys, but he's just leading by example. And, and now we got other guys running the bases and, 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 and swinging the bat and chasing balls down and making plays in the field. So his, his style goes beyond what he does just on the field. Cause it's off the field too. And like I said, it's, it's just a great group of kids to be around and, you know when things are going well boy it it just you just don't want it to end we've been playing game after game after game but i can't
0: wait to play the next one and is there any type of player that you've seen in your days that you might compare him with i've never
1: played with someone who has had that ability that, that that both that power and that speed and that defensive ability um he's really unique and uh I I really truly believe that we're going to be hearing his name called in the in the major league draft in the in the years to come.
0: And one one thing that uh that stuck out to me as we head into the final days of the regular season is uh some of the recent fielding miscues this team has had. You guys have had seven errors over your past three games and come playoff time, good teams are going to look to take advantage of that. Where do you guys start in order to try to clean up those fielding miscues?
1: Uh concentration really you know, you, you've got to be ready at all times. And, and some of it was was just getting out of position and not, not being in front of a ball that you should have been in front of, uh, not being in the spot where you should have been. And, you know, we've had some past balls. And like you said, you, you go up against these, these better teams, they're going to come back to haunt you. Uh, so it is something we definitely have to address because, quite honestly, we can address that, we're going to be very, very difficult team to beat in the uh, in the playoffs
0: and let's end on this you guys have a two and a half game lead currently on the matrix or fourth place which is again give you that home play in game Uh, you see the metros and pilots over the next four days Uh, what's the team's mindset going into a crucial next couple of days
1: we just want to keep playing the ball we've been playing Um, we're not overly concerned about the playoff spot right now it would be nice to, to host but we just want to win the next game we play and we'll let the chips fall where they may.
0: Here with Mike Coriel, Coach Mike Coriel, for Episode 3 of the Chen General, Trenton Generals Manager Show. The gens will be taking on the Metros tomorrow morning for a doubleheader at Breslin Field starting at 11 a.m. Coach, thanks for joining me.
1: Appreciate that. You had me on the show.